Welcome to another episode of the Father Ted Talk, broadcast here at the National Shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Today we welcome a special guest, Father Caesar. St. Thomas Aquinas says that each thing is inclined naturally to an operation that is suitable to it according to its form. Thus, he say, fire is inclined to give heat naturally. Wherefore, since the rational soul is the proper form of men, there is in every man a natural inclination to act according to reason. And this is to act according to virtue, something natural. That is why if a child, if a young man begins to be educated in love for the good, for beauty, and is made to see that he does not have to look at a woman with bad desire, then it is very possible that this child, this young man, will be strengthened internally. How important is the virtue of chastity then? Chastity is for all vocations. Chastity is a virtue that implies self-control. There is a passion there is a sexual instinct within men and it is necessary to put it in order. Not an external order, but an interior order, which, is, which starts from both reason and an ordered heart. This is the virtue of chastity St. Paul seemed to dream of this virtue when he presented it to these faithful in the following way. He said to the Thessalonians, This is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from fornication, that each of you may know how to possess his body with holiness and honor and not be ruled by passion as are the Gentiles who do not know God. This is something very important and we must succeed in acquiring it in ourselves, but also in the people we help, in our children, in our students, in our people. This is mastery, this mastery we have to acquire. This virtue is a beauty for the soul. Every virtue implies a mastery in a particular field. But in the case of chastity, it implies a deeper mastery. Chastity is a triumph of grace and a triumph of a determined will. On the contrary, the lack of mastery of this virtue reduces men, we can say, to less than a man. 
it lowers him at the level of the animals. He lowers him because he decides to have a good time, seeking to find only the satisfaction of his passions. This is the sad life of this person who was made for great things in the image and likeness of God. St. Augustine suffered much from this vice. The vice of lust and now this unrestrained passion hurt him very much. He's not afraid to commend or now his, to commend his struggle and now he suffered during this time. He's saying this way, You, Lord, knew how I suffered. I felt remorse. What a miserable person I was. The habit of wanting to satisfy my insatiable concupiscence was tearing me apart. What that's living, my heart was flooded with immense sadness. Lord, you have made our heart for you, and it is restless until it rests in you. The heart of a man that is divided and torn by passion has no capacity has no capacity for authentic friendship and much less for an authentic marital friendship simply because he cannot give himself for the reason that he does not possess himself. How can I give something that I don't have? This is one of the great dramas of this scene, not being able to possess oneself not being able to be master of oneself. And therefore, I cannot give myself, not only in marriage, but even more so with respect to God. Now, not only those who are called to live the consecrated life, but every Christian must have this self-control. Every Christian must have the commandments of God as their guide, and in this way to be able to look God in the eyes. Yes, feeling sinful, feeling fragile, but showing him that we want to give ourselves to him, that we want to love him above all things, and therefore we don't want to offend him seriously. As King David says, when he becomes aware of the sin he had committed of adultery against Bethsabeh, and the subsequent murder, murder of her husband. David wept bitterly, expressing his sorrow in Psalms 51. He says, have mercy on me, O God, according to your great mercy, and according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my iniquity. David had a perfect impression and expression of what sin is, he expresses it very well in tears and repentance. This virtue is what we have to look for and appreciate. We must seek this self-control. Moreover, this virtue is necessary to see God, as it is said in the Beatitudes. Blessed are the pure and clean of heart, because they shall see God. If we want to see God in heaven and already somehow in this earth, then let us appreciate this virtue. Let us work on this virtue. 
for the kingdom of God, I have to take decisions. I have to be prompt to take decisions. For example, our Lord says in the Servant of the Month, after the Beatitudes, And if your right eye scandalizes you, pluck it out and cast it from you, for it is ex expedient for you that one of your members should perish, rather than your whole body be cast into hell. What are you asking for me, my God, you can ask? That if there are many temptations, I should pluck out my eyes? He's not saying that. Besides plugging out our eyes, carnally will not solve the problem, since it will not eliminate the possibility of having temptations or the possibility of sinning. Jesus is clearly talking about the need to cut off the occasion of sin, even though I feel that this is a tearing away that is difficult, because something, sometimes cutting off a friendship that can lead me astray or that can end badly at the moment it hurts. It is like tearing out my eyes or tearing off my arm, as our Lord also mentions. But it has to be done. And the moment is now, now that I have clarity, now that I know that it is a problem, because I do not know if tomorrow I will realize it and it might be already too late. St. Gregory used to say, do not allow yourself to see carnal things if you do not want them to move you to be carnal. Nowadays, without modern instruments of communication at hand, anyone has impure things at his disposal or worldly images or movies, then an order has to be established and not from outside, but from inside. This desire has to come from me. This moment, this circumstance is an occasion of sin for me. This cell phone, my computer, or watching this program at this particular time it's not good for me. This for me is an occasion of sin and therefore I have to avoid it. If we don't make this decision, it is possible that we will end up going with a good computer or a good cell phone, but into the internal shadows. That is why we have to make decisions because tomorrow, we don't know. It is evident then that we have to avoid the occasion of sinning. But it is not enough to avoid the occasion of sinning for fear of the pains of hell. But it is necessary to have a strong love that springs from my heart, wanting to love God above all things and that learns to love the neighbor as oneself. But to give myself to God and to others in this way, I need to possess myself and to be master of myself. Therefore, I absolutely need to be virtuous. 
and in a special way in chastity. In this way, the husband can look at his wife with transparency since he has fought against temptation of infidelity or looking at other women in a sinful way. In this way, the religious, the priest, men, religious women, who has fought intensely for this purity, can go to adore the Blessed Sacrament of Pray the Holy Rosary and look into the eyes of our Blessed Mother, feeling himself a sinner, yes, but showing her the deep desire he has for this virtue of chastity. The difficulties are there. It is a fact. That is why St. Paul says, St. Paul encourages us by recounting his own experience Three times I asked Jesus to free me from the sting of the flesh, and he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for the power is made perfect in infirmity. So let us ask our Blessed Mother to help us to desire this virtue that is really important to possess ourselves. We ask this grace through the intercession of our Blessed Mother.